Can sex actually lead us into a spiritual experience? This is the question. Hi, this is Shashi Saluna, and this is my Tantra Made Easy podcast. So I am currently exploring the question um, that is basically how do we create a spiritual experience from a sexual experience? And in my experience, this is really the essence of what Tantra is all about. So today's episode, I want to actually share myself uh, on this topic and to share a little bit about what that means, what it is to have a spiritual experience, and then some of the methods and practices that we can use from Tantra to facilitate that. So I think this topic really needs to begin with uh, addressing the point of what is a spiritual experience. Because often we just kind of we don't question that so much and we talk about well how does sex have a how do we have a spiritual experience and 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 are we having spiritual experiences and i think it's really good to just pause a minute and question what that means so a spiritual experience isn't just about sort of seeing lights flashing or having angels singing around you although that might happen um but actually a lot more simple than that. A spiritual experience is a moment in which you feel connected to something that is greater than you are. And not only connected to it, but you actually feel that you are it. Um, so you feel one with that. And what happens in such a moment of oneness is that you shift from your identity. So in normal everyday life, we tend to identify with our separate self. So we identify with um, our personality and feeling like a separate individual. And that comes along with all of our stories, dramas and problems. And um, you might like who you are, you might not like who you are, but either way, it actually gives us this feeling of separation from everybody else and everything else. And so that's kind of pretty normal and many people are just experiencing that. But from time to time, people have a transcendental experience or a moment of shift when they suddenly feel connected to everything. Now, for some people, that's once in a lifetime. And for other people, they're having that on a regular basis. Um, and for some people, that's something that they are doing a practice to attain and for others it just happens completely spontaneously. So let's talk a little bit about um, how it can happen spontaneously. So um, spontaneously it may happen when you just suddenly become overwhelmed by the beauty of existence and a great example is going to a really stunning place in nature. So earlier this year I was lucky enough to go to the Grand Canyon and as I got out of the car the first time and started walking over to the viewpoint, I was completely overwhelmed by the stunning beauty and magnificence of this place. And it brought me into an um, incredible state with, with tears coming out of my eyes. And it, it, was, it was like love just burst through me. And those are the kind of moments that can spontaneously happen when suddenly you feel connected to something bigger than you are. And some people like to call that God or others call it the universe or existence. And some people give it no name whatsoever. 
that doesn't really matter. Um, it's still that incredible experience, a spiritual experience is happening. How we interpret that is up to us. So it can happen spontaneously um, in that way. It can also happen through a shock or a surprise. Um, sometimes, some people actually experience a connection to everything through incredible pain or even trauma. Um, and other people will have a spontaneous experience through sex. Um, I should also mention drugs and plant medicines. Of course, some people uh, use substances to have such an experience. So these days, a lot of people talk about the plant medicines that come from South America. And um, ingesting things such as ayahuasca can also give people an experience of connecting to the universe. Anyway, that's not my arena. My arena is um, the other one, which is sexuality. So some people spontaneously have an experience during sex in which they feel connected to everything. Um, one of my favorite teachers, Margot Anand, who has been teaching Tantra for many, many years, she tells a story of when I think she was about 17 when she had her first sexual experience. And during the lovemaking, she actually had a transcendental experience and felt interconnected to everything. And it was that experience that prompted her to go on a search to find how to get there. How do you actually make that happen? And she's ended up becoming a fantastic tantra teacher, one of the most famous tantricas in the world. So check out Margot Anand for, to hear more about that. So tantra and also its sort of cousin, the Taoist sexual arts, which comes from China, these are pathways that realized that sex can actually be a portal to these kind of experiences. And I just want to point out it's not only sex, as in, you know, two people making love, but also sexual energy. And I need to highlight that because it is absolutely possible to move your sexual energy on your own. And there were practitioners in Tantra and in Taoism who learned how to connect to the sexual energy and discovered ways to move it on their own to create a transcendental experience. So it's not only necessary to have a partner. It's not only something that takes two. Um, it can also be done uh, alone. So sex and sexual energy can be a portal to a spiritual experience. So why is that and how does it work and how can we induce it? This is, this is, these are the topics that really fascinate me. All right, so um, where do we begin? Let's talk about that, that spiritual experience. So as I said earlier, in your ordinary everyday reality, you tend to be quite normally in uh, a state of separation or individualism, like your individual self. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's very functional to get by in day-to-day -day life with a sense of your individuality. So that's not something that you need to overcome. It's not a problem. It's not, um, it's, it's not uh, something that in Tantra you really want to try and fix. But if you're always in that state of reality, then you tend to live with a sense of separation. It's harder to have deep love and compassion for others when you feel very separate from them. You're also more likely to feel loneliness, isolation, and just feel generally alone in this life. So what we really want is to be able to have this feeling of interconnectedness. That brings automatically a feeling of love and 
who doesn't want more love? It's something that generally people feel they are seeking. A feeling of love and a feeling also of meaningfulness and purposefulness. Like there's a point to it all. You feel connected. You feel like you have a place in the universe. So there's a lot of positive feelings that come out of having a spiritual experience. So what's the difference between a, your separate individual self and these states in which you feel connected to the universe? What, what is the difference? So in Tantra and in Taoism, the difference is understood as one of contraction versus expansion. The more contracted you are, the more separate you will feel. The more expanded you are, the more connected you will feel. Now remember, it's not about good or bad. It's not wrong to feel contracted sometimes. It's just about understanding how it all works. So let's put this into a practical example. Think of a time when you felt contracted. Now we tend to contract when we feel afraid. We literally say we get frozen in fear. We, we contract ourselves when we're afraid. So think of a typical example like maybe going into a social event where you feel a bit nervous. You're going to a party, you don't really know anyone, you feel a bit awkward, or you're starting a new job or new college, something where you just feel a little awkward. And if you think of a time when you did that in your life and think of that memory, you'll probably notice that you automatically kind of contract it a little bit, like you feel a bit uptight, nervous, right? So that's, that's what happens when we feel unsafe, we contract. And when we contract, we feel more separate. And now, if you contrast that with a time when you felt really opened up, uh, and, or perhaps even one of these spiritual experiences that I described earlier, so for many people that when I ask a lot of people about this and for many people that feeling of expansion comes from when they're dancing, really letting go of themselves. So these days we have a lot of ecstatic dance and five rhythms dance and these kind of dances where you can just let yourself go. And if you've ever done that, think about how you felt in the peak of the dance when you were completely being danced when you just completely dissolved and felt one with everything you feel really expanded and open that's the feeling that you have or you might have had that during lovemaking other people experience that through sports like skiing or or sailing or um, cycling some moment where you just feel like you let go of all your problems and your small self or maybe you're a nature lover and you climb to a top of a mountain and you look at this incredible view and ah, you just feel really expanded. So these are two states of being that we can have, our contracted self and our expanded self. And like I said, I like to keep highlighting that it's not about better or worse. Um, we're not trying to walk around being permanently expanded or anything like that. It's simply about understanding the energetics and how it all works so that we can become masters of our own experience rather than just simply passively waiting for something to happen. So, for example, if you notice times when you get really contracted and you feel awkward, what would help you to expand a little bit more? Think of that 
awkward cocktail party. Well, actually, many people will go to that awkward cocktail party and then they'll start drinking alcohol because that will loosen their tongue and expand them. But unfortunately, it also reduces the amount of consciousness you have. So that's not what I'm recommending. <laughs> but maybe taking some deep breaths, for example, <sighs> and relaxing your body a little. And just finding a really comfortable place to sit and letting yourself ground, feeling your feet on the earth. Doing inner resourcing techniques can help you to release contraction from your body in those slightly more awkward moments. So noticing that you actually have the ability to tune in. And sometimes when you feel contracted, it's a sign to step out of that situation. You might step into a cocktail party, you feel contracted and awkward, and then you realize, you know what, this isn't my gang, these are not my people, I'm going to go hang out with the people that I feel relaxed and expanded with. So you can also use this sense of contraction and expansion as a kind of monitor of where you want to be. So without any worries about the fact that we may sp spend some of our time contracted, we don't want to spend all of our time there. If we do, what's going to start happening is you can feel trapped in your own life. So many people feel like, oh, I've got my little apartment and then I go to work and then I'm in my job and then I come home and they feel kind of trapped in their individualism, in their life. And over time, if you feel chronically contracted, that can literally take form through your muscles, through your body, through your face. You can start to feel uptight and closed to life. So it's not a state we want to stay permanently in. We want to find our way to expand. And I think that's why so many people do do drugs and alcohol at the weekend is a kind of attempt to release that chronic contraction. But with Tantra, the, the decision to expand is one we want to do consciously. So we don't want to use drugs and alcohol. We want to stay really, really present with our shift from a contracted to an expanded state. And so let's just talk a little bit about what the expanded state is. So I talked about individualism being contracted. When we're in our more extend, expanded state, we come in contact with our higher self. So higher self, it's not, you know, like an angel sitting on a cloud, although you may feel like that, that may be an image that works for you, but it's literally who you are. It's just you, your most expanded state. And when you're more expanded, you'll notice more breath flows through you, more life flows through you, more light flows through you, more love flows through you, and you literally can feel like a better version of who you are. So we call that the higher self. And those who have really studied how to embody the higher self have discovered that it is also closer to God or closer to divinity, closer to truth, closer to love. And there were certain avatars in our time who could embody that most or perhaps all of the time. So we think of Christ and Buddha and other great spiritual teachers who just appeared to radiate and embody love. Um, and so... How were they doing that? Well, obviously, they had learned how to stay in this expanded state or how to embody it. So it becomes part of our spiritual path to discover how to reach a state of expansion. And in Tantra and Taoism, you want to do that, as I said, consciously and also in an embodied way. 
it is possible to touch your higher self by going out of the body as well. In fact, some people right in the middle of trauma, like in the middle of a car accident, will find that the consciousness lifts up out of their body. They can literally look down and see their body in the car accident or in the hospital. And so they can touch their higher self, but this is a disembodied connection to the higher self. So it's, it's like the, the spirit and the body split apart. Um, and that, that may just happen automatically. Um, but that's not the experience, the spiritual experience that is really sought after in Tantra. In Tantra, we want to be able to go there with our feet still on the ground, as they say, deep roots in the earth while our branches are reaching up into the skies. The Taoists speak of uniting heaven and earth. And that's what this means. Can you stay fully grounded in your body, in your humanity, in your individuality, and yet at the same time be able to reach up and touch the stars, know your divinity, embody your higher self, know the love of the universe? And can you let those two meet and become one, integrated into who you are? This is the path that the Taoist sexual arts are leading us on. And this is the path of Tantra. So... These paths, they have slightly different methods and there are differences here or there, but the, um, the similarities are much, much stronger and much more than the differences. So sex, let's talk about sex. You're, you're waiting for that moment, I'm sure. <laughs> so <laughs> sex is a wonderful way for us to move from our separate self into our expanded self. It has that potential. Now, why does it have that potential and how does it work? Well, one of the exciting things in sex is orgasm itself. Orgasm is a very mystical experience, or at least it can be. Many of us think of orgasm merely as a release of tension because that's kind of what we're taught. We're taught that we tense up as we're getting sort of turned on and then ah, we release that tension. That is the lowest common denominator of your orgasmic potential. We call that a tension release orgasm. And, you know, maybe that's all you've known and that's great, but there is something else available and that is the expansive orgasm or the full body orgasm. And this is just something that you can do practices for. Some people naturally have it, but most people learn how to do this through practices. So the expansion orgasm is when you feel sexual energy, but instead of contracting around it and pushing it out of the body, you expand and relax and make more space for the sensation, staying deeply, deeply present with those sensations and breathing very deeply to allow the energy to flow. What happens then is that the whole body starts to fill up with this orgasm. That's why it's called a full body orgasm. Rather than just staying in the genitals and being expelled out of the body, it's as if it builds at the genitals and it comes up through the belly and it comes up and up and it rises up through the spine, through the organs. It can crack open into the heart. It can rise up higher into the head, into the mind. It can literally blow your mind and take you into that wonderful sense of connection to the universe. So full body orgasm, energy orgasm, tantric orgasm, um, so many names for this phenomenon. And you can already tell from how I've described it, what's happening with this orgasm is also very related to contraction and expansion. So let me go in a little more detail. 
So literally what orgasm does is it shifts something from contraction into expansion. That's what orgasm is doing. And it doesn't matter what kind of orgasm you have. Even if you build up a lot of tension, you build it, build it, build it, and then boom, you have your orgasm. And in that moment, everything bursts. So it's like your balloon bursts and a sudden expansion happens. When you start to practice tantric orgasm, what's happening is you are using your breath and your awareness to allow yourself to expand around that sexual energy. So it's just a, a slight shift in the way that you meet that energy. And the same thing happens then. You are able to shift from a more contracted state of reality to a more expanded state. And you can do that consciously. And that's very exciting. So what the tantrics noticed is that as sexual energy rises up through the body instead of expelling it out of the body, then each chakra, which is like a different frequency of energy through our body, each chakra can open up through this energy. So this full body orgasm starts in the physical body. We feel it around the perineum and the root. And as it rises up through the body, it opens us to all these different states, our own pleasure, our own power, our own love, our own spontaneous creation, our own higher vision, and then all the way to the universe. So learning how to let sexual energy rise means that you're learning this pathway from sex to spirit. You're learning how to use sexual energy as a catalyst to shift your whole state of reality from just being in a separate physical reality all the way into being interconnected with all that is. So this is what the path of Tantra is all about. And yes, I know a lot of people go on and on just about the sex um, and thinking it's just a sexual technique, but you could think of it actually as a spiritual technique that utilizes the power of sexual energy as its rocket fuel. As I said at the beginning, you can do this on your own. You don't need to be making love with somebody. It's super fun to do this journey with somebody, to be looking in somebody's eyes while you're going on that journey from separation and then you start connecting and then your hearts burst open together and you feel this tremendous love and then your consciousness starts shifting together and then you're literally seeing God or Goddess right before you. You see golden light shimmering around your partner and then boom, you're connected to the universe together and you're both remembering that this is who you are and at that point there's such a merging so it's super exciting to share that with somebody else I can't think of a greater intimacy actually than remembering who we are remembering our true nature returning to love returning to truth with another human being it's such a, a tremendously intimate incredible journey to share and at the same time, if you're not ready for that or if you don't have a partner, the good news is you can do it on your own as well. There are all kinds of tools and techniques using sexual energy, movement, breath, and sound to channel this energy uh, into an expanded state. Now, before you rush off and start looking up on the internet or in books and practicing everything. I also want to say that there's no hurry and that there's this very specific step-by-step -step way of doing this. And the reason for that is that if you rush too quickly into expansion, you can actually go into a state of fear. So you see this sometimes actually when people take a drug 
um, hallucinogenic drug or something, and they blast themselves into an expanded state that they're not ready for, they can also go into a lot of darkness and fear and have a bad trip, as they say. Um, or they go into an expanded state and then they have real difficulty coming back down to earth again and integrating it. So there's no rec there's no hurry and there's no recommendation to rush towards expansion. It is wiser to titrate, to move gently, and to open up your channels bit by bit. There are specific energy channels that help to carry our energy from sex to spirit, and the Taoists were real masters of these channels. They understood these um, very special meridians, especially the ones that flow up through the spine and then down the front of the body. It's called the microcosmic orbit. And Minka talks a lot about this in my last podcast. So you can go listen to that if you haven't heard it already. Um, the microcosmic orbit or the multi-orgasmic channel is a very safe way to channel the energy through the body. Um, if the energy goes right up through your core, like right up through the center of you, it can be way too much for your brain and make people confused. And, and, and you know, so it's not a good idea to just try to expand um, very fast. But if you start to open up this channel through the spine, um, we use qigong to do that and we use breathing techniques. Um, then you can safely begin to circulate energy from your perineum up through your spine all the way up to your crown and then down the front of your body. And once you practice that, you start with unaroused energy. So you just start with your breath and your intention to open up that channel. And once you've got comfortable with it, um, just with your normal breath, then you can start adding a little tiny bit of aroused energy. So you might just massage your genitals or breathe to activate a bit of sexual energy because you just want like 10 or 20% activation. And then when you've got that energy, you start to breathe that around this channel. So you draw it up through the spine to the crown and down the front of the body. So bit by bit, you open up these channels. So you just add a little energy at a time, rather than a full-blown blast of orgasm. Um, and by doing this as a gentle practice, taking between one month and six months to really open up the channel, then it's like you widen your channels, your meridians uh, capacity bit by bit, and then it's going to feel safe and you expand in your own comfort level. So I just want to put that warning in if you're getting all excited and ready to go and have full body expansive orgasms to actually take your time. It's as important to practice grounding as it is practicing expansion. So you know this phrase, the tallest trees have the deepest roots. And um, this is a preliminary practice that is done. In the Taoist practices, we do things called Ein Shachi Gong. So we, we're standing like a tree for a long time and sending roots into the earth. And in Tantra, they might do more yoga asana to get really grounded into the physical body. At this point, any trauma healing also needs to happen before activating sexual energy. And that's really important because if there are unresolved traumas and you start generating a lot of this energy through your body, you can, you can, you're much more likely to feel um, overactivated and feel fear. So please, 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 if you uh, know that you have unresolved traumas to deal with, then um, do look into some trauma healing. I have an online course on livetantra.com 
called From Trauma to Tantra. So you can have a little look at that. And I've got tons of resources in that course as well. So please make sure that you've done your trauma healing before you go into tantric practice. Tantric practice is not therapeutic. It is a spiritual practice. And therefore, it's good to do the more therapeutic practices first, if you like. So I hope that that has inspired you to at least get interested in how to use your sexuality as um, a method, as a gateway to create spiritual experiences. I've got tons more information about that on my online course, which is called Tantra Made Easy, um, published with Hay House and also in the book that I published. can do your own practices to begin that journey so please join me in the book or on the online course if that interests you and on this podcast I'm going to be interviewing more interesting people there are so many amazing tantricas in my life and around me and I thought okay it's time to start interviewing people and sharing some of the collective wisdom So thank you for listening this far. And if you've enjoyed it, please share it with your friends. And I look forward to meeting you in the next podcast.